the subconscious beliefs that we have, those core values and the the emotions that we hold within so strong are important to address because that act that you've just said you will do where you just press the button and go, why am I doing this? In your logical brain, you know it's not right. But for some reason, your emotional brain, which is stronger, and we speak about this quite a bit, the emotional brain is much stronger and just reacts and does the thing before your logical brain can go, ah, why? Why am I doing this yet again? And what we need to do is we need to find the discipline so that our logical brain can stop our emotional brain from just hitting that button or exiting quickly or going, ah, I want that trade back and pressing the button. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, everybody. Good evening, good afternoon. Wherever you may be listening in from, welcome to another episode of The Success Shift. We're here with Trading Tuesday, and I'm extremely excited to be back for this year. My energy is up. I am pumped. There's all things go on my end, and it's exciting, difficult, challenging, but that's what makes it fun. I'm sure for all of us traders here, we understand that the challenge, while frustrating, can also be fun in the sense that, you know, if it's challenging and testing us, we know that it's going to be worth something because how does the saying go? That which isn't worth that which is worth something is worth the effort. Something those lines are really slipping on my quotes at the moment. But yes, there's been a lot of things going in the background here, and I'm very grateful for the hard times. And this is one thing that I learnt um, from a podcast I was listening to a couple of weeks back, actually over the break. And it was finding gratitude for the hard times because those are the times that you grow. And I mean, I've heard this a lot from people and um, in readings and teachings, but if you can fall in love with the struggle, you're going to be unstoppable because the struggle is what stops most of us, either that or boredom. And if you can fall in love with those areas and start to thrive where the others are, are lacking, then you'll really start to get ahead. And I found that quite profound and it stuck with me a little bit. And I'm trying to, you know, we find gratitude here every single morning. And so I've been looking for gratitude in the struggles, finding those moments where my body, if it's physical, my mind, if it's mental, or just my emotions, um, if it's, you know, on the charts, or if it's just in general life, are really getting tested. Often we can get a bit sucked away in those moments. Um, we can get, how do I put this? um discouraged we can feel like quitting and we can be like oh this sucks i'm never gonna make it or i'm exhausted i just want to stop and trying to catch your 
brain in these thought patterns and go, no, these are the moments that are good for me. These are the moments where I'm challenging myself. These are the moments where I'm pushing myself to that next level. These are the moments where I'm growing. These are the moments where I'm developing. So I've been finding gratitude in those moments as of late. One last night I was trying to uh, publish up with my book. There's been a bit of issue with some people getting copies to countries and hardcovers. So I was making a paperback, just the guide version. So people can still get the information and I did everything, laid it all out and then realized that the formatting and um, sizing that I've got for the cover was the wrong size. Amazon wouldn't allow it. So I had to go resize everything. And this was at like one in the morning. I was like, nope, <laughs> this is extremely frustrating, but I've learned something from this. It's a challenge and I'm growing from it. So my gratitude was was in those struggles. And there's been a few of them of, as of late, but those are the times where, like I said, I'm like, okay, this is a challenge and I've chosen this challenge. I've chosen to put myself in this situation. I have made the decision to go down this path. And so when it becomes the tough time, I'm going to thank you for the challenge. I'm going to find gratitude and I'm going to keep pushing because when you do that and you get over that little leap and that little step or that little notch that's holding you back, then it often feels so much better. You're like, yes, I didn't quit. I didn't give up. I made it. And I'm sure on your trading journey, you probably have different levels of this, um, I often say when I was doing guitar, teaching guitar that you go through like plateau stages. So you'll start, you'll get to a certain skill level and then you'll play songs at that level for ages and then you'll get bored and you'll start to level up and then you'll play at that level for ages and then the same thing will happen and you keep kind of stepping up. And I find this is the same in in every everything that I've done anyway. And it's those challenging parts that, that steep up, which is the really the growth part. So when you have those struggles and you're like, okay, I got to get through this stage. I got to level up. I got to take it to that next. I got to get new skills. I got to open my mind. I've got to bring in some information. I got to find some more knowledge from somewhere so that I can improve at what I'm doing. And that's all we're doing here with trading, you know, trying, figuring it out, learning some more, trying that trading like that, learning some more seeing how we react, how we respond to what our emotions are like, and then learning more about ourselves. And I find it starts with the very basic, what is trading? What are candlesticks? You know, what are the EMAs? What is the strategy? And then it gets into very deep and personal. Who am I? What was I like as a child? Why do I behave like this? Where are these deep subconscious beliefs coming from? Um, and the more you level up, the more you'll get deeper into those levels. And I'm hoping that through these uh, episodes that we these classes these calls whatever you want to call them that um, we together can can level up and you can bring stuff to me and I can share with you those little areas that I've been leveling up so today I'm very grateful for the struggles that I've had over the past couple of weeks in learning new skills and and leveling up in what I've been trying to do so if you could chuck into the chat some of your gratitude um, I see a little bit coming in now Grateful for good night's sleep and the positive energy I'm feeling today. Yes, I love that. Positive energy vibes everywhere. I am grateful for the learning that is available to move forward with my goals. That's the spirit. We really want to try and... That's amazing. If you can wake up with positive energy, you have such a different feeling for the day. Uh, chuck some ones in the chat if you've ever had that feeling of waking up and you're like, I'm ready. Let's just let's get at it. I want to tick off the goals. I want to do the stuff and I want to absolutely crush the day. Yeah, a couple of you have. I definitely have. And it feels great. 
right? And this is why gratitude to me is so important because if you can really get into the rhythm of doing that, the whole idea when you start to mix this with meditation and mindfulness is bringing these things together so that you can have that feeling of just pure energy when you get up in the morning happening over and over again. It's like making your mind free and happy when you wake up and when you go to bed so that you can sort of extenuate that extenuate. I don't know if that's the right word. Expand that, that positive energy feeling through the night, have a great sleep, wake up refreshed, wake up ready to crush the day. So I'm very happy for you that you're feeling that because I love it when that happens. Today I'm grateful for growth and reflection. Some things have not been working and I am prepared to make the, sh the shifts necessary to be successful. Love that. Yeah, sometimes you find you're just on that grind and this you just find it doesn't work. This doesn't work. That doesn't work. But this is what I was talking about where finding gratitude in those moments like, okay, I'm. what is it Edison said? I now know a thousand ways that it doesn't work. So those times while frustrating can be very growth um, growth rich times in your life and can be very powerful. And it's only frustrating if our mindset allows it to be because we're feeling like, oh, I should be succeeding here or I should be making progressive steps forward when really learning how not to do things or learning what doesn't work is just as powerful as learning what works. So it has happened in the past, but not enough lately, lol. Got some work to do. Yeah, so I've had the same, Judy, when you, when you have weeks if not months where you just wake up and you're ready and you're wanting to like attack the day and then it just disappears it just fizzles out and so what i really want to put into practice is figuring out those ways where we can make that feeling that energetic morning happen more and more and of course that you know exercise healthy eating proper sleep all this sort of stuff helps but i really think that having a positive mindset and finding gratitude and doing the little things with the mind because what you're doing when you wake up in that mood, your mind is already in a positive state. You're already like, yes, everything's good. Let's go. You're not focusing on the negative things. You're not focusing on the um, <laughs> the things that aren't working, as we were just talking about. You, you're only seeing and focusing on the things that are positive and, and that's what gives you that drive, that energy. So really it comes from, well, I believe it comes from the mind and, and how we go to bed and what we think about and then obviously how we wake up. I'm grateful for the community that I have found since learning how to trade. It's so encouraging to be traveling. <clears throat> Journey with like-minded individuals. Yeah, it makes such a difference. If you can find that group and connect with people and actually jump on the same level and grow and expand with people, it makes such a difference because when you go on this journey on your own and you hit those tough spots, it can be really hard. So finding those like-minded people who are willing to grow can be the thing that makes or breaks you, I think. So yesterday we were talking a little bit about discipline. Well, I was talking about discipline because that is my resolution for this year. Um, it's the thing that I want to change most. And I think it's the thing that's going to push me forward the most in my life. We were talking about how motivation is great, but discipline is what is going to keep you going when motivation is barren or is not there at all. And usually what happens is once you start, you have the discipline to start something, then the motivation comes and it becomes easy. But it's that very first step, that very first word when you're writing, that very first you know, action to, to get you out of bed, whatever it is that you struggle with, it's the initial movement because 
the mind tells you that the act of what you're wanting to do is going to be harder than it really is. And it's a very interesting concept, the way our brain perceives what we want to do compared to what it actually is doing. And again, this is talked about in Atomic Habits where the, the dopamine that is released from something being successful is actually the thought of something being um, accomplished or acquired is sometimes more than what is released when you actually acquire this thing. So understanding this with our mindset is paramount, I think, to success. And it's crazy how the mind works and can kind of trick us into not doing stuff or or doing stuff. It really wants to keep us in a happy comfort equilibrium and doesn't like that change, doesn't like that pressure of doing new things. <clears throat> So I think that's why trading can be one of the hardest things because today I want to talk about discipline on the charts because put some ones in the chat if you've been on the charts and you have found yourself doing stuff which you know is completely wrong and you can look back after the session and go, why did I do half of that stuff? <laughs> oh, yes. One, 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 one. Um, yes. Yeah, exactly. And this is exactly why, I mean, just look at that. Every single person's like a resounding yes. This is exactly why, for me, trading is more about yourself and your emotions. It's not about the skill of trading because at the end of the day, we know what's right and what's wrong. We know what's going to make us money to a certain extent. We know what's going to be the right trades. Now, if you're brand new, of course, there's some development stage and there's some learning to be had, but you will get to a certain point in your trading journey where you know if what you're doing is going to be making you money or making you lose money. Put some ones again in the chat. If you have put in a trade and almost instantly gone, why the fuck did I just do that? Like that doesn't even make sense. And so people might not have, but oh, there you go. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Okay. Chat's going off again. And it's, it's crazy because we do it over and over again. And this is why the, the subconscious beliefs that we have, those core values and the the emotions that we hold within so strong are important to address because that act that you've just said you will do where you just press the button and go, why am I doing this? In your logical brain, you know it's not right. But for some reason, your emotional brain, which is stronger, and we speak about this quite a bit, the emotional brain is much stronger and just reacts and does the thing before your logical brain can go, ah, oh, why? Why am I doing this yet again? And what we need to do is we need to find the discipline so that our logical brain can stop our emotional brain from just hitting that button or exiting quickly or going, ah, I want that trade back and pressing the button. So it's really, really, really important that we not only understand why we're doing this, like not only understand what we're doing, but then why we're doing it. And what I want to do quickly is just share with you. So in my journal here, I have, can someone just chuck in the chat if they can see my screen, please? Anyone just a yes, if you can see the screen? Yeah, cool, okay. So here in my journal, we have some keywords and I wanna go over these with you here because I think they're quite important and th what this is is uh, nine I believe major reasons why I think that most traders the mistakes that most traders are making and 
in the journal, there's a section to write the keywords and you, I'd explain all about emotions and different kind of emotions that run through the charts, the, the four main trading fears, all that sort of stuff. But then I believe that these are some of the more common issue uh, problems that we may make on the charts. And I want to go through them to show you that it's important to track this and know where you are and what you're doing so that you can then learn yourself and try and get the discipline to stop these exact things happening. So here, my very first keyword is a forced entry. So this relates to when we begin feeling boredom after spending large amounts of time on the charts with no good trades. So as any, put some ones in the chat, if you've been sitting there for ages and you know, you've got to the point where you're like, Oh, I've been here for an hour and there's been nothing. So you just kind of force something. Yeah. Couple of people. Yeah. Okay. So this is the forced entry and this really does to me, I think this is one of the easier ones to get out, but it takes time um, to realize that these forced entries aren't really necessary. And once you start getting off the charts without taking a trade, you can actually pat yourself on the back and be like, look, I just did a whole session. There was nothing there, nothing that I like, nothing that suited my um, trading style, wasn't on my trading plan. And I walked away without taking a trade. And that is a really big moment um, when I was trading earlier and I would always take a trade if not multiple. And the first time I was able to go through and be like, I actually didn't see anything. I don't like it. I'm getting off without taking a trade. And it was a big pat on the back moment. So these are quite important to understand. And if you find yourself doing them over and over again, <clears throat> then you're going to start to learn where you need to shift your core beliefs or your values or whatever it is that you <clears throat> think is creating, is making you do uh, these, these entries. So the next is a no entry entry. Um, this is when you just want to be in the trade and you think it's going to go in a direction, but you haven't actually got your perfect setup. So this happens when you start to take entries that do not comply with your trading plan. If your plan says to wait for a particular FIB level and you enter before it reaches it, that's a no entry entry. If you're meant to enter off a particular candle pattern, you know, bullish engulfing for most of, for all of us that are trading um, with the strategy that I trade and you don't, then that's a no entry entry. So put some ones in the chat if you've been in that situation where you think it's going to go and maybe the candle doesn't engulf, but you're like, ah, it's going to go anyway. And you press one, uh, you press enter. Yeah, a few of you. Oh dear, yup, lots. Okay. So these are the things that are like, I've done all of the, every single thing that's in here, I've done at some point. But you have to go through and start realizing what it is that you're doing and why you're doing it. And if you can track this and you'll, what you'll do is you'll end up seeing in your trade list, okay, that was a no entry entry. That was a no entry entry. That was a no entry entry. I really need to work on that. And this can start to refine you by going, why am I doing these no entry entries? What is it? Is it? And then you come in here. I say a little bit lower. This also relates to greed as you're essentially entering early in the fear that the move will happen without you and you'll miss the big move. Over time, you'll notice that these losses add up and outweigh those moves, the moves that you do catch by entering earlier randomly. So, would you agree, and you can chuck some, let's put some twos in the chat, if the reason you're doing this is because you're worried that you're going to see this 100-point move and you're not going to be in it. And just for my own feedback, if you think there's something else, another reason why you, you feel you're doing that, please let me know. Yes, two, two, absolutely, yes. Okay. Yeah, so this is so common, and I think what people don't understand is they look at the chart and they go, why aren't I making money? Why is it not working for me? Because you need to go into the core details of what it is that you're doing and figure out 
why you're doing it. Because for some reason, there's an emotion that you're sitting on the charts, looking at the screen, you see a candle, you're like, oh, this doesn't quite make it. I'm not disciplined enough to allow my emotions to stop me. I'm going to hit it anyway. This is why discipline on the charts is so important. Right? The revenge entry. Put some ones in the chat if you've been in this situation where you take a loss or it comes back and wicks you out early and then something may hit your criteria. It may not, but then you just enter anyway. Like, no, I should be in this trade. And you just buy straight away or sell, whatever it is. Yeah, we got one, one. Sure have. Yikes. Yeah, it's it's there over and over again, right? This revenge entry. So you hit the button and what happens? You think you should be in it. You, you take the first loss and then it turns around. And because you're not actually reevaluating the situation. I mean, there is a chance that you have reassessed it and you've just been unlucky and presented itself again and it's a perfect setup and it does go. But unless you're at a very high level, I think 90% of the time it's completely emotional and you just want to make sure that you don't miss out again. Again, this can come from greed or FOMO. Um, which can be one and the same, which I explained a little bit earlier. But these are the kind of things that you have to be understanding about yourself because once you know what you're doing, you can look at the emotion and why, and then you can create the discipline to avoid that thing from happening over and over again. Next, we have an early move to break even. So who has issues with letting their trade run? So it starts to go into profit and you move your, your trade to break even really quickly, and then it comes back and takes you out. And this one isn't as common, um, but it was something that, I, this is my greatest weakness. There you go. I did a lot for a while because I was so scared of letting the trade come back and give me a loss. I wasn't really willing to give it the room. I was, I think this also comes from desperation with trading when you really need to make this work and you, your money isn't there. And you're like, this is kind of everything. I need it to work. So you don't want to allow losses to happen. You don't have that freedom of having the drawback the drawdown, sorry. And so you get very anxious. And as soon as it goes in profit, you're like, yes, okay, I'm not going to lose any money here. Sweet. But then you're not giving it the room to actually make the move and it comes back and it gets frustrating and then your emotions build and then bang, you're entering trades that aren't actually your real trades. And so you start to overtrade a lot because you move your stop loss into break even really quickly. It pulls back, it takes you out. And then you think, oh no, I got to get in here again. And rather than taking one good trade and just giving it the room and trusting that you know what you're doing, you end up taking four or five trades and they're all either one point wins or or small losses. And then you get frustrated and then you start to enter trades that aren't actually um, in line with the trading trading plan. Okay, ignoring exits. This is a big one as well. When we, when we are in a trade and if you haven't moved it to it early and it starts to turn around and you see an LC exit, but you're like, oh, well, I mean, the aqua is just below it. so So maybe I'll wait for it to bounce off that. Oh, okay. It's pushed the aqua, but but there's like another level just here that like the KC exit might be coming up. So I can just wait for the KC exit because it should turn around. Oh, well, it's it's like only two points away from my stop loss. There's no point in early exit now. I may as well just wait and see if it hit. Oh, look, it hit my stop loss. Put some ones in the chat if you've had that sort of stream. I do this as well. Yeah. One, one, one. Okay. So as you can see, this is very common. Are you in my head or what? I am because I've been there. I'm only a few months, you know, I'm only a few months and more lessons ahead of you who've been, who's done this and spent the time self-evaluating, going in and going, why the hell am I still making these same mistakes? That's the only reason why I can explain this to a certain level because I've done it. That's, that's all it is. And this is the whole reason why I wrote 
this entire journal so that you can start to see these things happen and start to understand yourself why, understand why you're doing these things so that you can try to eradicate them. Um, yeah, I've done all I've done all of these throughout my journey. So it's okay if you've done them, but the key here, if you want to get ahead and if you want to progress and if you want to change, is to start noticing when you're doing them and start noticing why you're doing them. Okay. And once you start noticing the ones that you're doing maybe more, you can be like, okay, I'm doing this one all the time. I'm just for this period of time. I'm just going to exit as soon as I see an exit. You know what? I'm just, that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to train my body to become accustomed without emotion to just take the exits. And you can open a demo account. And I recommend this to people who are really struggling with this, ignoring exits, open a demo account, chuck in a bunch of trades. Doesn't matter about the entries, but just look for the exits and take your first exit every time. And just get used to seeing it and hitting that button as soon as it comes up. Just close, close, close. You can do this for a couple of months and then you know start taking really good trades with it and just closing as soon as you get a close or an exit. Hopefully, you'll start to see that minimizing those losses will be a huge difference at the end of the three months because you'll... What happens is when I was doing this, you know, you take three or four small losses that hit your stop loss or whatever it was, but then you need to catch up on that so much or then you're revenge trading or then you're fighting back. You're not going probability anymore. You're going, I need to get back that money or I need to make up what I just lost. You can just cut it, cut it short. No, nah, doesn't matter. Next one. Then you'll have one trade, which will make up for the five that you had to cut short rather than, you know, 10 trades that you have to make up just to get back to break even. Okay, the next one's random exits. So sometimes if you see it's going somewhere and you're not too sure, you might be in a bit profit, you're just like, I don't know. So you just close the button. You just press close without actually having a defined entrance. You're not trailing your stop loss or you're not setting a TP, but you're just pressing close. This is definitely one where you're unsure and you've got that fear of what is this trade going to do? I don't want to give up my profits. You know, there, there are circumstances where you go, I'm happy with this profit. I think it's getting close to a level of resistance or support. I'm going to take these profits and just close it. That's fine too. It's the same as setting a TP. Um, but if you're, if you've got no idea what's going on and you're just panicking and you just close for no reason, and this goes both profit and loss, don't just close a loss if it's like just because you're scared of the little bit of drawdown. Close a loss if you get a liquid collapse. Close a loss if it goes to your trading plan and the exit shows itself. Close a loss, losing trade, if you get a KC exit, if you get it closing below the aqua, whatever it is. But don't just freak out and close because trading moves up and down and you have to allow it to make the movement and give it that space. And don't worry, I've been there too. I've done this. I went through a stage of like, oh, this will do, ah, Close, close. Okay, trail too aggressively. Now this these last two are a bit for the I'm trailing stop loss. So trail too aggressively when you're scared. Finding the balance between taking profits and giving our trades room to run can be one of the hardest balancing acts. Whether you trail your stop loss or take partial profits, you may find yourself continuously doing this too soon or too aggressively. So this often results in you exiting a trade that goes much further into profit, leaving you frustrated and disappointed. So if you are worried that it's going to turn around and you start to trail it really, really closely and then it tags you out and then boom, you see this next candle break 40 points and you're sitting there going, ah, oh, I should have been in this. So this is why we practice gratitude. 
I used to be like that all the time. I get so mad and I get frustrated and then I just hunt for another trade to try and make up the points that I should have got out of that first trade. Rather than finding gratitude for the points that I did, did get, whether it's two, five, 10, sometimes it was like 40 points. I had a trade during my last challenge where I got, I think it was 70 points and then the spread opened up, took me out and then it dropped another 70 point, 80 point candle. It was right near market open. It was very volatile. Um, and I was fuming because I felt like I should have had those extra 78 points, 70, 80 points rather than sitting back and going, I just got a 70 point trade. That's amazing. It was one of my biggest trades of the challenge, but I was so focused on what I felt I deserved rather than being grateful for what I got moving towards saying instead, thank you, stop loss. Yeah. The gratitude for it is going to make a huge difference. So on the contrary to that, we have trailing too loosely. So sometimes this, this, I believe, comes from greed. This is one that I've really struggled with where you give the trade room and you're thinking it's going to go up to the moon and it kind of hits a level, comes back down, takes you out, and then it might keep going. But the move may have gone 40 points and you've been trailing by 25 points and it comes to take you out. And then you've only got a 10, 15 point trade where you could have just taken the 40 points right at the top or 37 if you were trailing really closely and then maybe found a new entry, but rather you've given it way too much room and it's pulled back, taken you out and maybe it's turned around. So maybe that was the end, but you've only gotten very small amount of points out of it. And I think this comes from greed, uh, to be perfectly honest. This is one that I've been delving into a lot for myself. And I think it comes from wanting so much more out of the trade than is actually feasible. Um, yes, sometimes you catch onto them and they go for a hundred points and it's great. But the majority of the time, you know, the 30, 40 point scalp is what we're here to do. And this is where you have to decide, are you a scalper? You know, you don't want to give up 25 points on a 40 point trade or are you more intraday and you're going to give it even more points and, and, you know, really give it the room to make that hundred, 200 points. You have to decide where you're at. And if you've got a high lot, a small, a really big lot sized because you're scalping, you can't really expect to get those 100, 200 point moves every time. Now, when it does happen, great, but don't trade with that huge trade in mind every single time because you'll lose, you'll get frustrated, you'll give up way too many points. And when you do get that, it kind of doesn't, doesn't break even. And then this kind of leads on to my very last one, the exaggerated expectations, the dreamer. And this is where I've sit most of the time. This last keyword also expands from the previous one. When we enter a trade, it is important to know where the trade is expected to go. It could be a previous structure or EMA. So sometimes, just like I was saying, we get in and we don't, and you may have heard me speak about this on the trading calls, we don't have that expectation of, okay, here's a previous point of structure. Here's a resistance level. Here's my EMA. When it gets to this level, rather than having a take profit where I'd usually put here and it wicking up and taking the profit, I'm trading my stop loss. And so when it gets there, this is where I'm actually expecting it to go. I should be really aggressively trailing this. If it does happen to go on, great, but that's not where my trade is intended to go. It is only intended to go to the next level of structure or EMA. So we need to be locking in those and not having that dreamer expectation that every trade we get into is going to be that 150, 200 point trade or more if you're trading a different strategy. Okay, so I wanted to talk about these just briefly. Um, obviously not enough time to go into all of these. These are pretty much what my journal is about is finding these emotions and tracking them and sitting down and figuring out why you have these emotions. 
And I think once you start to understand what it is that you're doing the most and you can start to categorize them and look at them um, kind of objectively, you can start to find the discipline for those things. It's like, okay, I'm always doing no entry entry. I have to find the discipline to just wait for those entries to present themselves. What's the name of your book again, Jake? I need to get one. It's called My Emotional Trading Journal. Um, you can find it, the link to it in our Facebook groups. I have got a few different copies. Amazon's made it quite difficult. So there's the My Emotional Trading Journal, which has got a hardcover and three months of journaling. Then there's just a blank kind of six months of journaling. And I'm just about to release a paperback, just the guide. Um, so there's a lot in it. Unfortunately, Amazon didn't make it too easy for me to do it the way I wanted to do it. Um, but I will be, I can jump, jump, like I said, the links are in our Facebook group. Um, and I don't think I've got one up here. Um, give me two seconds and I can probably drop the link in here because I think I've got Amazon and KDB. No, no, I don't. Yeah, okay. I might just have to drop it in the... Oh, there you go. Perfect. Thanks, Tamika. Someone dropped in the chat for me. So that's the link to the journal. I really would like to find a way to do it better because Amazon takes a, a bunch of stuff and I think I get less than 20% of the profits from it. But it, hopefully, once the, all the journals are out there, I can get it to people and they can start learning how to do this properly, track everything properly and start to make those progressive steps forward with their trading. Anyway, I've gone a little bit over time. Thank you to everyone who showed up. I love you all. Many thanks and gratitude to you all. And I shall see you on the trading call in right now. We've gone a little bit over time. So make your way over there. And um, yeah, everyone who's not in our trading call, I will see you tomorrow. For now, bye.